engineers trained to get us ready for this. We used their technology to strengthen our planet. But it won't be enough. I see them in my dreams. They're coming back. Hello and welcome once again to Hollywood RX. Your doctors are in. With me as always is Dr. D. Adam Dooley. Hello. And I am Dr. G. Gregor Meyer. Hello. How are you doing, hey. man? Good, how are you? I am excellent. I'm very excited to talk about this movie. Tonight we are talking about the latest Roland Emmerich opus. <laughs> it needs very little, very little introduction is needed, but uh, what's the title, full title? Independence Day Resurgence. There you go. It's got a colon in it. You know, when I first heard Resurgence, I thought it was tying in with that uh, Divergence series. <laughs> I kept waiting for uh, <laughs> Shailene yeah. to come out and... What is her name? Shailene Whaley? No, what is it? Shailene... Uh-oh. <laughs> I, I was trying to just get by with Woodley, with Woodley. Her last Woodley, name was that's Woodley. It. I... <laughs> All right, we're starting over. No, 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 that's good. That's a great start. Uh... Um, okay, so... Yes, I, I'm a little embarrassed to say I've seen at least one of those uh, Divergent movies in the... In the theater. I think it was the first one. Right. But we're not really here to talk about no, them. No, not at all. Um, Tonight we have Roland Hemmerich on the grills. <laughs> yes, we do. I have, I have a very brief opening statement, so I'm going to go ahead so, and say, uh, with regards to Independence Day, colon, resurgence, what the fuck? And I'm turning it over to you. Yeah, you know, it's funny how... Don't expect like certain people to kind of. This was lazy. This was really, really lazy. That's all I can say. Okay. I have to wonder if this was really Roland Emmerich or if it was an imposter like Shakespeare. You know. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, here's here's what's interesting to me is that this one is sort of going back to our roots, way before there was ever even uh, the internet. You and I would often see terrible movies in the theaters in, in New York City and talk about them uh, at length. Um, right. And uh, we saw some really bad ones even recently to talk about. 2012 would be one. I don't mean to be pointing fingers at any particular filmmaker, but um, that uh, rises to mind. San Andreas, another one. Yep. But you know what? Even, even I mean, those two, actually, it's funny that you bring them up because in many ways, both two, both of those are much better than this movie. <laughs> yes. Yes, I mean, it's like that's the thing. He wasn't even trying. It's like it's like he wasn't even trying this one. I don't understand. I'm so uh, jacked up on this one. I don't understand. Let's just launch into it. Okay, so here's my first question. Yes, I just want to confirm. It's tw it's been in the stories universe. It's been twenty ish years, twenty five years. Well, I think right on the poster it says we've had twenty years to prepare for their return. Okay. Well, we seem to. Well, I just find it quite quite uh, impressive that in twenty years, not only did we learn how to 
engage alien technology to our advantage. Yes. But we also managed to completely rebuild these major metropolises that were obliterated in the first movie. It's like, oh, we built Big Ben again. Right, right. Just... <laughs> now, I, I think I should have gone back and seen the first one before engaging here. I wasn't exactly lost, but uh, clearly there's a lot of continuation, you know, that needs to be uh, tracked in some way, but you're absolutely right. It's, um, you know, there's a, there's a freeway near me that they've been working on for five years, and that's flat. That's just a flat stretch of road, and it's taking them five years to work out whatever it is they're doing over there. The idea of rebuilding these uh, national, internationally iconic monuments is astonishing. How many times can you destroy the same city? I don't I know. Well, at least it wasn't... Uh, it, Last time, you know, it, you know, in the history that I was taught, Dresden only got it once. <laughs> That's true. But then they rebuilt it just exactly like it was in a couple of days. There and, you get right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um, yes, that's uh, – oh, it's really hard to know where to start. It really is. Um, <clears throat> well, let's start with the, uh, with the accused, uh, Roland Hamrick, <laughs> and just say – let me see. I just want to get up a few of his uh, humdingers here. Uh, uh, of course, uh, Stargate way back when, that was deep into his, uh, into his production. Independence Day was followed by Godzilla. The Day After Tomorrow was a <clears throat> bit of a hit. 10,000 BC, which was terrible. Uh, 2012, which I think was, as you pointed out, <laughs> terrible but better than this. Well, at least, no, but I mean, at least there was like stupid subplot going on there, like with his ex-wife and her new guy. Right, right. There wasn't even any of that here. It was just uh, a White House down, and uh, and then this, and then this current one. Um, so he's been he responsible. Needs be high, he yeah. needs to be a hired gun, basically. I think. It's, I think, or he needs stronger writers to work with. Right. I mean, in some ways, this was like. Oh, I got to read you a piece of trivia here. This is. This just made me so mad when I saw it. Uh, uh, soon after the success of the first film, 20th Century Fox paid Dean Devlin a large sum of money to write a script for a sequel. <clears throat> However, after completing the script, Devlin didn't turn in the script and instead gave the money back to the studio, as he felt the story didn't live up yeah. to the first film. It was only 15 years later <clears throat> that Devlin met up with Roland Emmerich to try again, having felt they had cracked a story for the so sequel. Mu you know what? <laughs> this, this is the most, like... Oh, man, what's the word I'm looking for? The trivia page on IMDb as it stands today, yes. it's like the most shameless, open-legged, welcoming yes. of marketing... <laughs> tribe I've ever read. Have you read... There's one point where it's like, the maestro of, of disaster movies <laughs> yes. or something like that. Like, like, this is not trivia. You know? Right, right. It's like you're pointing out like the obvious things. Yes, at not some that point... that was obvious, no. but other things. <laughs> but no, at some point it said something about the awesome and amazing effects. And I'm like, I think there's a few too many adjectives in here as a, exactly. as a trivia uh, item. Yeah. And plus um, things are repeated like two or three times in case we... In case we didn't get it. But here's the thing. Many of those uh, trivia beats were, were really badly written. Um, <clears throat> yes, press release type stuff. You, you think they were press release stuff? Well, like, yeah. And no, because yeah. in some cases it felt like the, 
the syntax was just wrong. Like like sure. it was a, a child writing it or something. Your insistence that that's a, a PR goon is really amuses me. But no, but I mean, when you read, like, when you sort of, it all has like this very kind of generic, bouncy kind of speak to it. Okay. And uh, that was an intentional uplift on the end of that. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Like, after a while, in context, keep going. After a while, it starts to feel like, are these bullet points they gave the interns? I read every. I understand. I read every single one of them, and I think that might be it. They were bullet points given to interns, and the interns don't know how to uh, <clears throat> uh, plagiarize in, a, in an efficient way because, in some cases, just the language was just appalling. I'll get to that later. But <clears throat> here's what I was thinking about while I was watching it. I never sort of made this connection before, and I'm sure you will have made it a long time ago. But basically... Roland Emmerich is, is sort of the reincarnation, or, or not even this generation's, but last generation, our generation's. Yeah. Erwin uh, Allen. He takes uh, a sci-fi theme or a destruction theme. He gets a bunch of uh, A-list, once A-list actors, now B-list and C-list actors, <clears throat> and runs them through the paces. Now, I see this is really bothering you because I think you probably have a a soft spot in your heart for Irwin Allen, and you don't want to taint it with the uh, with the with the black poison that you have associated with Roland Emmerich. Uh, but the formula—it's no, it's the no, formula. No, no, no. I, I have I have much much blacker poison on reserve. He's not he's not. <laughs> Wait, yeah, not for Roland Emmerich, you mean? Or for correct? Okay, yeah. Correct. yeah I'm just Roland saying Emmerich. that that uh, you don't want to. To uh, agree with my thing because you don't want to taint your your loving memory of Irwin Allen. Yeah, but, well, it's not like a like a burning love. It's no, uh, but I mean, uh, you, they, 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 there's a nostalgic element. But yeah, I mean, those I Poseidon was, movies, The Towering Inferno, those have this formula. Movies, the Poseidon Adventure is great. I'm the not, Poseidon Adventure is great. I'm not arguing that. I'm saying a disaster. Uh, in a, essentially a B movie, but using A list actors who are past their prime. Yes. yes. No. 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 That's true. And 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 putting basically large scale calamity and peril on. Yeah. That 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 takes an event that is affecting a massive area, a massive yes. scope, but personalizing or hoping to personalize. <laughs> to personalize. Yes, uh, the uh, peril and survival instinct involved. So Judd Hirsch becomes Shelley Winters, and you're off to the races. Oh boy, that's a great comparison. Uh, oh. <laughs> thank you. So anyway, that's that's sort of it for him. So I, I was having more fun thinking about him as an Irwin Allen, you know, s like a spawn or an echo or something than I. Um, that I was yeah. actually enjoying the movie itself. Although I think Judd Hirsch would be more of a uh, Jack Albertson. I think that's more fair. I just got I mean, <laughs> Harvey Fierstein in the first, in uh, the, what the hell was it in? Uh, is it the day after tomorrow? Oh yes, Harvey I think Fierstein? so. <laughs> yeah, he would be the Shelley Winters. He would yes, he would be the Shelley Winters. Very, he would be very tickled to hear this. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, no, Irwin Allen definitely uh, set, uh, established the genre. I think so. I feel and like he's... 
I feel like I feel like Emmerich's got it in him to do a good job, at least technically. But there's something about well the way human beings interact with each other in his movies that just sabotage. I I sort of feel like his like I have no problem with the original Independence Day and and some of the other ones that came out around the same time. Uh, that of his uh, Stargate, I enjoyed a good deal. By the time we got to Godzilla, I was like, this guy kind of sucks. And then it just well, Godzilla just had the wrong instinct about it. Basically, it was it was that I, I don't think that was a premise that was going to work in reviving Godzilla because it had a great look to it. Yeah. And you know, I could almost go with Matthew Broderick as the hero in that kind of a movie. Yeah. But I think creating this, like, maternal instinct in Godzilla, like, having us root for, like, for her, was kind of, uh, that wasn't, I don't think that was the smart way to go. Right, right. And I, I think that's why it didn't click. Well, but, I, I sort of feel like, almost in a way, it's so funny to, like, think about the, the, the nice guys. Okay, and this is a guy who had this big hit in the 80s that spawned franchise, uh, you know, and that here he is sort of picking up some of that old flavor and running with it, and maybe he's regurgitated himself or cannibalized himself a couple times, but he kind of gets most of the elements right in the nice guys. Um, and then Mad Max, which came out last Same year, up, you know, but there's, yeah. there's so many sort of franchise kind of reboots or... or uh, Remakes or whatever you want to call them, that um, or even or even the even Star Wars, even Episode Seven, which is basically uh, grinding out Episode Four for a new generation with a couple of different you know garnishes on it. Essentially, um, those were all much more effective in doing what they did than this than these two guys, because this was just like this was like one of those deli platters, but it's the end of the party. And it just sort of looks picked over, and everything is flat, and, uh, and the cheese is getting hard. And yes, you just the don't cheese really... was hard. <laughs> the cheese was hard. It was just, uh, it was just gross, <clears throat> um, I thought. But within that, oh, here's the other thing that amazed me. Like, if you go back and you think about that first one, there was so much charm on hand. I mean, Gold, Goldblum hadn't basically taught us that this was the only thing he was ever going to do, that kind of... You know, he went on to perfect that sort of bumbling, whatever, science, scientific guy or whatever through a series of... What? Yeah, he got a couple of chuckles in, in my the screening. Yeah, too. Uh, he's, he's, he's liked for it, but... but oh, no, I mean unintentional chuckles. Unintentional chuckles. chuckles. Oh, well, that's okay. That's fine. Because it was just Dr. Malcolm all over <clears throat> Right. Um, or even the original, which is this guy, who we don't even know his right. name. <clears throat> Excuse me. But... Um, Okay, you had Will Smith, who is a bulldozer of charm. And so that goes a long way in the first one. But even Randy Quaid was great. Uh, you know, everybody was great. He, he, he took a pass on the sequel. <laughs> I don't think he was offered anything. What, didn't he die in the, in the first one? Yeah, well, cities were leveled in the first one. Exactly. I mean, they brought those back. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, that's funny. Uh so I just think that the first one had a whole lot more natural fun to it. It wasn't yes. artificial fun. And here I felt like they were convincing themselves they were having so, fun. So, right, convincing themselves that they could do it. Yeah. That they, that they could pull because, off a sequel. 
Trilogy. It's a fucking trilogy. I know. I was going to get to that later. I was going to get to that later. Oh, my God. I, I, uh, I just keep praying that they won't make enough, but they're already at, like, 140 for the weekend. And, and that internationally. It's, you think that, do you think that pushes it over the edge of Well, here's the thing. Possibility? They were at about, a, they're at a $200 million budget. So if they can get to 140 on the opening weekend, they could probably squeak their way through to 275 or 3. Will that be enough? I hope not. I hope not, too. Um, By the way, I, I don't know about you, but yeah. I, <laughs> I fully expect uh, that in the the international version in certain yeah. regions, I, I, I think the, uh, what's her name, Angela Baby? I think. Uh, a, a, yeah, Angela Baby. I, I think she's got a, I think she has a bigger role. Oh, yeah. In, uh, I have a feeling. Right. Uh, also, in the in in certain um, <clears throat> in certain markets, that when when the United when the uh, American icon uh, when the White House explodes, yeah, so there's the Paris, <coughs> cheers <know>. and <clears throat> and huzzas. Right, of course. Go on. Um, it's about time somebody knocked it down. Uh, yeah, I lost. Oh, I was just talking about the casts, just in general, and comparing and contrasting. So Judd Hurst is is fine. He's charming. I, he, I don't understand why he's here. Uh, for that matter, I barely understand why Goldblum is here. Um, you got to. Are, are you saying, in terms of like those actors in their careers, you mean the characters they're playing? I, I mean the characters and what they have to do with the that, thing. That's um, what I thought. Okay, just wanted to establish it for our listening audience. Sure, I like. I like. Listen, and these are all actors that I like that I followed. They were. They were. They were yeah. in everything as I was, uh, you know, going through Even college. Even Award. Even Seal Award. I was trying to figure out what it is like that I know and like her from, and I couldn't even really figure it out. I mean, I would have seen her in The Fugitive. Right. But, Do you know what's <laughs> funny though? Is that, I think uh, only briefly though. Well, um, yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sure. Mention the cameo, why don't you? Right. Um, no. What's funny is that I about halfway through this. It always. It was only about halfway through this movie that I realized. <laughs> oh wait. She wasn't in the first one. She was in the day after tomorrow. But I just think there's something going on between her and Jeff Goldblum in this movie. Right. <laughs> right. It's uh, the history you bring that you bring with it. Well, she right. right she His did ex-wife, the staffer. Now she's the president. Right. So she did a TV show once and again, which I saw a bit of uh, Gone yeah. Girl. But I, I can't understand why when I see her, I just feel good and safe. I mean. I, I love what she because, gives off. She does those commercials. She has that that's, oh, that sweet yeah. voiceover. That um, might she be was great. She was amazing on House, by the way. If oh, that's what I didn't remembers. see her in. Yeah. She's amazing in House. I'll have to uh, find her on that and see it. I didn't ever quite got into that show, but I know I love Hugh Laurie. He's fantastic. Do you, um, wait a minute. You love Hugh Laurie, but you never got into that show? I never quite got into the medical. I, I didn't. How did you get it? What the hell do you know him from? <laughs> Jeeves? <laughs> you fucker! All right, you know what? Hang on a second. Everyone sit still. Everyone sit still. Uh, House is not what I know him from and like him from. I didn't care for that jag-off of a character he played. That's uh, the whole point! No, I understand. I understand they were making him unlikable. I wasn't enjoying not liking him. But since you okay. ask, um, and, it's, and it's not the... It's not the Stuart Little uh, franchise either that gets me going. Jeeves, I hate you so much. You <laughs> pulled that out of your ass. 
right. First of all, The Young Ones. <laughs> the Young Ones is a fantastic program. He only did one episode. People should go watch it. It's good. This is all British television and movies, mostly. Blackadder. He's fantastic in Blackadder. Oh, man. Are you familiar with Blackadder, Smart Alec? I am familiar with Blackadder, not from a Hugh Laurie connection, but from <laughs> ages ago all when right. I was a kid. But that the, was some sophisticated British shit. I just couldn't okay. comprehend. But the, the sort of the one of the... Rowan running... Atkinson, right? Yes, absolutely Rowan yeah. Atkinson. Um, the the uh, the central sort of ongoing gag of that show is that every season was another age, and essentially this was a kind of a descendant of the previous Blackadder, and and so all but it was a company of actors, so they would just come back a new season, but the relationships Playing would all change. Their descendants, <clears throat> not even their descendants, but just like the relationships between <laughs> everybody would change, and so they they weren't stuck playing the same thing over and over again. So. That's where I really uh, learned to know him well. But yes, I've seen Jeeves and Wooster. Uh, I don't think I like it quite as much as Bert, his Bertie Wooster. Um, <clears throat> but on from there. We don't need to go on much more. But it wasn't uh -huh. House. It wasn't the watered down, make it easier for Americans to like him. Uh, uh, anyway, so that was, that was him, Hugh Laurie. I don't even know so what we were talking about. So you enjoyed not liking him and those better? House. I like you, Laurie, you bastard. All right. Um, Why'd you just call him a bastard? Oh my God. You're gonna, you're gonna make me nuts. I don't even know how we got on Hugh Laurie. Because we were talking about Celia Ward. Oh, because you're talking about Celia Ward. Yes, I, I just, I just like her a lot. Uh, I know you probably saw it. I don't know if you read through every painstaking piece of that trivia, but they went to Susan Sarandon first. Did you see that? Yeah. Did you see that bit? I wanted to read it because it's. I did read that bit. It's I, fantastic. Please read, read it to everybody. Actress, actress Susan Sarandon <clears throat> turned down a prominent role because she found the script incomprehensible. Uh, basically, they assumed that she was offered Elizabeth, the President Elizabeth Lanford. <clears throat> uh, reportedly, Sarandon said, when I read the script, I couldn't understand what was going on. I just couldn't understand it. Seriously, a lot of people from the original one were not going to be doing it. And I read it and I just thought, no, I can't. I just can't. Um, and I read that part and thought, it's not so great, actually. It's, it's not so interesting. So I just love this idea that she's like flat out disinterested in it. Yeah. Um, but it goes to support my Irwin Allen thought, <clears throat> which is that you get a whole lot more cachet with Susan Sarandon than you do with Celia Ward in terms of uh, a fallen star. Oh, is Susan Sarandon fallen? I believe she has, even if she refuses to admit it by playing this part. But here's the thing I really wanted she to say. She didn't. <laughs> I know. I'm saying she refuses to admit she has fallen. And so she says no to this part. But if they're offering her this part, that's an indication she has fallen. But I don't know why you say she's fallen, you ageist you. No, well, it's not about ageistness. What was the last thing she made that you went, oh, my God, that's awesome? That the movie was awesome or that she was awesome in it? That the movie and she. I'm going to have you, you have well, to have. I saw her on the big screen Huh? last year. What, what are you saying? The last time I saw her on the screen? Whenever, yeah. Yeah, she was in, uh, I saw her last year in, um... <laughs> I'm not even going to help you. You know, <laughs> Tammy. <laughs> she was in Tammy. She was, she was quite good in that. Obviously not her best work, but she was good. What the F? And she's just in the, and she's just in the meddler. She's getting good reviews in the meddler. I stand corrected. 
She's at the zenith. She's at the apex. She is a you know, shooting star. You don't have to do that either, okay? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> um, so no longer a-, a list. I think you could say is. I think that would be a. I think that would be a better way of saying. Has she been nominated for an Academy Award? Yeah. Should, Morgan, should she be in this horrible movie? Of course not, and she knew it too. All right. Um, Why are you hating? She turned it down. I, I, look, I don't. I'm not hating on Susan Sarandon. She's lovely. She's done a lot of magical work. I don't happen to agree with you that Tammy should be brought into the conversation, but I'm thrilled you did it. Uh, what's her saying? What's her name? Melissa McCarthy is a fantastic and hilarious actress in her own right, and in fact, she's a great dramatic actress as well. I look forward to many years. Uh, what are you looking at? I didn't know she did traumatic. I, but there was she traumatic. There are you mo- mean traumatic moments within the comedy? Yes. Yeah, I think she plays those perfectly well. Look, if you can do the comedy, you can do this, the drama, period. Um, <clears throat> the skills it takes to do drama are uh, part of comedy. The skills it takes to do comedy are not necessarily part of drama. That um, is true. Uh, but who they should have gone after, and maybe they did, and, they, and she turned them down too, was Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Yeah. That would have been awesome. So, um, anyway, that's, uh, I didn't mean to go off and bag on Susan Sarandon. I'm sorry, but I love no, what she right. said. It's all right. I just, I just, I think, I, I think probably women are a little sensitive to the phrase <laughs> past the prime. Uh, did I say past her prime? That's kind of what you said. No, well, all I was saying, all I was saying was, uh, on her way down. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. I love Susan Sarandon. Now you get me all defensive and backed into a corner. She's I'm fantastic. Gonna, I'm going to back it up and then play it again for everybody and insert it right here. <laughs> her, um, her response to reading that script was absolutely perfect and right and spot on and good for her for not only having all those reactions, but then talking about them in public when somebody asked her instead of just going, not for me or scheduling or whatever. That, I actually believe, was not a bullet point given to the interns. That, <laughs> I think, was actually independently... Agreed. It might have actually been put in there by, by Susan Sarandon herself. She may have done it. Okay, so... <laughs> probably, yeah, she doesn't want to be associated beyond this reference. So now they pull in some new actors. Uh, and let's just... Oh, well, we forgot about Brent... Uh, is it Spiner? I guess it must be Spiner. Who played uh, Brackish Oaken... Yes. Which I think is also a Star Wars character somehow. I'm not quite sure how he is, uh, that character both exists in this franchise and another franchise. That's a joke. There is no Brackish token, but it seems like, I don't know why he has the first name Brackish. It's a word, not a name. Not a name, I know. Uh, but you know what? I think he needs a movie. <laughs> Roland and Dean, that's where you should be going. Well, somewhere on that trivia give page. Us the breakish, give oh. us the Brackish Oaken yes. backstory. In, the, in the, uh, the chat room, the boards on the IMDb page there, there is a thread saying, yeah, that he needs his own... Um... Basically, Roland Emmerich should do an Area 51 movie with him as the main character. <laughs> and it doesn't even need to have a whole city blowing up. He wants <laughs> to do like a dream sequence. Right. You know, but... Um, that 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 would be a better use of the energies and talents than making a third Independence Day. Oh my God! Okay, William Fickner is here. 
Now yeah, I, I I love, love William like Fickner. Me too. It was this was this was heartbreaking a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean, I can't even. I don't even know where to go in terms of when he. Do you know when you sort of first saw him and became yep, aware? Absolutely. Oh, yep, tell me, absolutely. tell me. Ah, uh, one of my one of my most favorite guilty pleasures. Yeah. Is a Steven Soderbergh movie called The Underneath. Sure, I absolutely know that. And man, if he. First of all, I think that's just, it just, I don't know why it doesn't click with a lot of people, but I think that movie's fan-fucking-tastic. Yeah. Um, and uh, and Bill Ferrer amazing in that, and he was in Contact, and just, like, you know, like, you notice him after, like, yeah, I just, I noticed him. He's great. That is, uh, those are fantastic uh, uh, Performances by movies. him. I, yeah, by him. I, I think I like uh, um, The Underneath more than I like... Uh, Contact, which I felt got a little yes, got a little lost in and of itself. But it I did. can remember him from let me see Armageddon. I mean, these are not proud moments for me. Go, which is a, a lot of fun. Yes, that's right. Uh, who else is in Go? I, all I can think of is one of those Party of Five guys. Um, this pretty boy, but I can't think of what his name is. Yeah, but that has one of those just packed with. Uh, People fresh who, young faces. Fresh who, young uh, faces who now have gone on to be blossomed. other, yeah, others. Oh, Perfect Storm. He, he's been in so many great things. Black Hawk Down. Yeah. Oh, my God. And he's probably been in a, in a turd or two along the way. You, you got to, <laughs> I see. You got to eat. You got to eat, exactly. Um, but I particularly, there was a show, which is kind of a guilty pleasure of mine, called Prison Break that was on for about four or five years, and he appeared on that as well. I uh, liked him quite a bit. Like, like, like. So here he is doing nothing. They get him. This guy Walking. who's capable of so much, and he's he's talking into a into a into a, essentially a telephone for oh, most God. for most of the movie. Just doesn't make any sense to me at all. Yeah, it's Heart. it's such a, a heartbreaking mess. And then I don't even want to, other than singling out Liam Hemsworth, I don't even want to talk about these young people, because. They all leave me cold. I do not care for a second about any of them. The girls, the boys, the black one, the, this one, the one. I mean, it's not even whoa, supposed whoa, to be. Whoa. It's not even supposed to be Will Smith's son. It's his stepson. Because Vivica A. Fox wasn't married to Will Smith in that movie, but she had the kid. See, that was, a, that was an edgy part of the first movie because they were sort of dealing with, you know, what's going on in the African-American community. Maybe, where Maybe he got married right before. Maybe they got married right before. Oh, well, you know what? They would have had to have been married because I can't even remember. Because he's the stepson. But I, I, don't, I don't understand why it isn't just some random other, why it has to be the legacy. At some point, somebody said the legacy team or something like that, meaning like all the children who'd been involved in the war from the previous is that how they? Is that what they called World War II when it happened? Was it the Legacy War? Because so many no. descendants of the people who had never mind. No, it was no. It was, it's called the big one, I believe. The big one, for yeah. Well, until this, this is now the new big one. As far this as this is I'm the concerned. big one. Uh, but Liam Hemsworth is extremely charming. He's very handsome. He's got a nice smile, and he can play that sort of cocky guy very well. But not as well as Will Smith. Um, you know, speaking of the first one, you know who I miss is James Duvall. He played Randy oh. Quaid's son in the first one. Yeah, yeah. Where is he, man? I like him. I don't know. He uh, and uh, he and Joseph Gordon-Levitt need to 
play distant cousins or siblings or something. Uh, yes, I'd like to see Joseph Gordon-Levitt in more movies and less on my um, computer. Did you see that, uh, what was that thing he did, Looper? I absolutely did. I loved Looper with uh, Bruce Willis and... Uh, really? Because you're always like Mr. Anti-Time Travel. I'm not anti-time travel. I, I love time travel stories, but then they end up having lots of problems in them for me, and I cannot remember what if I had time travel grievances about that particular movie. Did you not see it? I didn't see it, no, but that was my first question, was I can't believe it actually transcended the, uh, <laughs> the time travel law. <clears throat> That's funny. Uh, sorry, I had to move my microphone a little bit. <clears throat> from my coughing fit. Um, let me just uh, resettle myself. Just, yes. Okay. While, uh, while you're resettling. Yes. I... I'm not quite done with Looper, and then you can ask your question. Go. Uh, it's Ryan Johnson, whom I love. Yes. And he is doing the uh, episode eight. Uh, the Star Wars episode eight. I sound like an old man when I say that, but... Did you see the, uh, the trailer for the Rogue? Rogue One. I, I'm, avoiding, Rogue One. I'm avoiding the trailers because I do want to see it. I, I, did see, I, I did see the whole thing. It went a while before I realized where it was going. Oh, okay. Uh, well, uh, I guess I have to ask you to keep it to yourself to a certain extent. But what was your question? I didn't have a question. Wait, was your question whether or not I'd seen Rogue One? If you saw the trailer for yeah, it. Yeah, the trailer for it. Was that the question that you were about to ask me when I told you to wait a second? I wasn't finished. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> totally different question. Totally okay, different. what? What was that question? Well, it's getting away from Bruce Willis and Looper, so why No, please, you... I'm done. I just wanted to say... Put I wanted to make that. I oh, wanted you're to, done? I wanted to make sure I had the director's name. Ryan Johnson. Go there on. we go. Okay, um... Just getting back to Independence Day. Yes. You know, the, the, the scale of them to us, I thought it was much stronger in the first one. Here, I leave my... I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, if you're basically going to skullcap a continent, wouldn't it just be easier to just land your ship and just crush, like, everything below you yes. than to go through all this rigmarole? Agreed. Uh, agreed. Uh, clearly, we should have lost. Uh, it just doesn't make... It, none of it makes any sense. There shouldn't have been time for us to say, hey, look right. at that. Yeah. Uh, the degree... I mean, even if we've all been friends for 20 years or whatever they were purporting was the case and everyone's getting along and working together, <clears throat> if you see, like... You see something that massive hovering over your country, it's just going to all turn to mayhem. You know, in those few areas where people were shooting guns at them, that's one thing. But everywhere else, there would have been murder and pillaging, and uh, we would have killed. Uh, in fact, they don't have to bother landing on us. We would have killed each other and ourselves. Defecating thoroughly. in the streets. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> exactly. No, it's... Yeah. Um, it is uh, terrible and stupid. Uh, what was I going to say? Some of the worst exposition dialogue I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. I feel like I say this every week. Is it just me? I don't know. No, it's not just you. But uh, my, the last serious point I made about any of it was that those kids are 
not uh, they're not worth mentioning or even considering. They're just I have no interest. The the new generation. I mean, the whole idea here is uh, the the older generation is sort of handing the torch to those young fighters. Oh, is so, that the Judd? Is that the Judd Hirsch? Connection with that busload of kids, with with like the <laughs> no, not that generation. With, with the but siblings, is that him passing the torch? No, hang on a for, second. For, for, for number three, I we wanna, see them grown up. I want to talk about that bus. Oh my god, that was stupid. This one's for Heim. Yes, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Yes, Avi. Um, I have no idea what was going on there. I mean, I don't understand, like from the point of view of the writer or the director or anybody, what? Why did they bother? And why would the actual queen of the aliens care about the bus it's got no art it's got no it's not shooting at her it's not doing anything all they're trying to do is get away and what difference could it make to her as far as she's concerned aren't they just like a couple of minutes away from penetrating the crust yes yes so yeah why they're, dick around if, like you, you should be getting hightailing it out of here right unless they had established some kind of ex uh uh what do you call it when they say something you just exit it. strategy no it's okay if they had established the fact that maybe when she sees yellow, she goes nuts like a bull, then maybe <laughs> maybe that would explain why she was chasing it around. But oh, all the I color could... of the salt flats is the worst place this could have happened. <laughs> but other than like giving a bunch of pre uh, middle schoolers or or even elementary school kids Ugh. a reason to get excited or afraid in this movie i couldn't see any point it was like wouldn't just having three kids be enough why did we have to have 20 of them and you know I what just... it is i think i think they're i think um i think they're gonna they're, there's gonna be a crossover sequel <laughs> like the second fifth wave <laughs> oh my god i can't do that math um, no, I wasn't talking about that generation of kids. I meant the Liam Hemsworth's and the Jesse T. Usher and the whatever her name, Angel Baby, if, unless she died, and what was Charlotte Gainsbourg, all those, uh, all those people who were playing the children of or the next. The, the, clearly, the sequel is for them. Um, but we just saw all of that happen in Star Wars. They just did the passing of the torch. In Star there Wars. There is no torch here. That's the I problem. Well, there <laughs> is no true. torch. There is no torch. No one cared. No one wanted it. And hopefully it will go away. Um, uh, they were it was saying in the in the trivia there that they had they had pitched it to the studio so that as a as like um <clears throat> uh, Back to the Future two and three. We'll do two sequels, we'll shoot them at once, like I guess a little Lord of the Rings approach. And uh, wisely the studio said no, I don't think we're going to do two of them at once. Let's, <laughs> let's do them one at a time and see how it the, goes. The feeling I had with Judd Hirsch's character yeah. was was that, you know, they got Goldblum, they got Daniels, and then Judd Hirsch's agent got a window. <laughs> yes. And suddenly they had to write in a part for Judd. Right. That's very They didn't good. have the heart to turn him away. I uh, I think you may be onto something there. That seems uh, pretty uh, pretty close to what must be the truth. I thought I had another sort of uh, trivia thing. Oh, I had a list of the names that they had for it. I don't know if it's worth the trip or not. Uh, like they, you know, when you're working that on paragraph, I skimmed over. Oh, did so... you? Yeah. All right. It goes. The movie had a number of informal titles, promotional abbreviations, and had a number of working titles. These included IDR, which sounds like 
something you might want to take Pepto-Bismol for or something. Oh, geez, I got a bad case of IDR. How about an IBC? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Right? <clears throat> right. Uh, uh, ID forever. Uh, ID forever part one, Independence Day two. That's a real code name. Yeah, what? Time out. Was it, was it the word forever or was it number four ever? <laughs> That's what it should have been. Oh, my God. You see, that's already better than their bad ideas. Still can be. Oh, my God. Yeah, they can use that for the sequel. Independence Day Returns, Independence Day Requiem, Independence Day Retaliation. Um, Requiem. Uh, huh? Requiem. Requiem. Well, no, they're just borrowing all the, like, sort of uh, colon, colon tags from other part twos. Because I'm sure there was, like, a... <clears throat> What's that one where the the supermodel bottle, uh, battles vampires? I can't think of what it is. It's Sucker a, Punch? No, 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 no. no. Uh, um, oh, uh, Resident Evil. Yeah, there's probably a Resident Evil Requiem. You know, I think they were just borrowing those after the colon identifiers from other major uh, tr uh, trilogies and stuff. Do they know what a Requiem is? I want to know if the person who came up with that title knows what a Requiem is. Do I know what it is, or do they know no. what it is? No. Like, like whoever, whoever got that possible title into the hat. <laughs> I d I do they just think it's like it sounds cool because it's a Q in it. I, that could be. That could be it. Um, <clears throat> uh, I, no, I think you're onto something. I think that the whole colon, they're jumping on the colon bandwagon. Yeah, yeah, so I to think speak. so. <laughs> Speaking of IDR... Uh, <laughs> or IDC. Um, no, IBM. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. IBM the lot. <laughs> the show has reached a new low. Um, that's fantastic. Uh, I say that we leave this train wreck, this uh, train wreck of a film behind, and we move on to some trailer talk if uh, we can. Okay, yes, yes, trailer talking, like trash talking. Yes, exactly. Um, I saw them all. I'm having trouble remembering them all. Uh, what do you recall, or did you make any notes? Uh, I saw, again, um, for the second time, the uh, Deepwater Horizon. They did not play that in my theater, I don't think. Get out! Yeah, when you, when you wrote that you may want to add that to our list, I... Uh, <clears throat> I didn't know yeah, why. That, well, because this time I saw a full-blown trailer for it. That's why. Yeah, uh, okay. And okay. also because my wife wants to see it. <laughs> I think that's really what you're... And, you know, if she wants if she wants to see something, I'm going to go. Because I, I try to, I try, you know, explaining to her that summer doesn't mean always being outside. <laughs> right. It's a, yes, so, I understand. It's a tough, it's a tough sell. Yeah. Uh, um, so, so, do you remember any that you saw? Well, Born was in there, but I, <clears throat> we've yeah, already talked I saw about Jason that. Born again, yeah. Uh, and I'm just trying to see if the internet will show me like list, uh, if it will show me a list of trailers. No, but... the internet's not going to remember it for you this no. time. You're going to have to do the work yourself. I don't think they just assign trailers that are permanently <sighs> embedded on movies. 
Uh, no, well, I don't know that that's entirely true, but uh, well, it's not going to show. Well, me to some case. extent, but I think I think maybe yeah, maybe there are like two or three that come bundled. It's funny because the others I think play to certain markets. It's sad, not funny, but sad because I did see trailers for things that I thought we should talk about. Um, well, I saw Rogue One. Happy, that's the Rogue One trailer. Oh right, yeah, and I closed my eyes through it, but I don't see anything listed anywhere that looks familiar to me. I maybe Let's just go back. Yeah. Do you have any other re recollections other than the two you mentioned? No, I don't. I mean, I guess I should look at a list too, but none that made any kind of impression on me. I mean, well, I think there I, you go. I brought up the two that, you know, made an impact. I saw Jason Bourne again, and I have zero desire to see it. I know. I I think I have zero desire to see it too, but I think I'm going to go see it anyway. Yeah, I don't know about with Jason Bourne. I, I like the idea that they sort of return to the original conception for the Deadwill Hunting character as sort of where they're headed, but uh, I don't know. I just it, like watching Matt Damon punch people, so I think I might need to... I might need to see it. Well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do in the future is I'm going to bring a notepad with me, and I'm going to make a, I'm going to jot down the names of the trailers that I that I see. <clears throat> because just go back to your roots of like taking physical notes in a little oh, piece of paper in the dark. That's what I meant. I can't. You can't pull yeah. out your phone. They'll shoot you. Mm -hmm. Somebody will shoot you. Literally. Oh, we're going to get in trouble now. You better cut that out. <laughs> They'll shoot you. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't freaking know. Um, now we've been going back and forth, you and I, a little bit about what, um, what the next, what the next movie might be. I think there's two that are on our radar. Um, Probably the Shallows. <laughs> yeah, uh, Shallows, and and the other one was, was Free, State of, Free State of Jones. Although it doesn't seem to be getting very good notices, uh, that won't stop me from, from Nor seeing my it. Wife. Uh, I'm sorry if we're disappointing you. Um, what do you mean? No. What are you talking oh, no. about? You're talking to the audience. Yeah, sure. No, when you when you lumped me in with your wife there, I thought maybe you weren't. Uh, oh, you I, weren't happy. Trust me, I do not lump you. I can't lump you in with my wife. The feelings reserved for you that <laughs> supersede the bonds no of uh, life matrimony. Ever, oh, ever I'll tell you what I did see. I saw a big juicy standee. Uh, for uh, Brian Cranston, a little picture called The Infiltrator. Yes. Oh my God, I got a boner. Yeah. I got a boner right there in the lobby. Just, oh man, yeah. I, actually, you know what? Saw that trailer and I averted my eyes. Oh, did you? Well, I would too. I mean, I'm just like, I just love that idea of revisiting uh, him in the world of drugs, regardless of what his character says or does. And for you, it'll be new territory. I will be coming. In with my uh, Breaking Bad yes, background. Yes, yes, it will be. Yes, yes. I, I'm yes. sorry. I, there was no judgment in it. I think it will be very interesting how... Find we, a way to get a jab in every episode. <laughs> don't you? <laughs> I, not a jab to you. I, I actually kind of respect the degree to which there's all this fantastic television on and then you just choose to ignore all of it. Because you no, have a because life. I'm trying so desperately to keep up with other things. I understand. I, no, I, I'm I, saying I, you have a like life. series, you know? Yeah, you, you, have a, you have legitimately no jab involved. You have a life, and you need to uh, pick and choose your priorities. But if I'm not watching, you know, Breaking Bad or 
uh, bloodline or one of these things, I have to talk to my family. And so given those two choices, I got to flip on the TV. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, did we give Erwin Allen short shrift? Is there, is there an Erwin Allen memory you have? I feel like... Oh my God! Are you kidding? Yeah, I kind of I I don't know about you, but for like I discovered Irwin Allen like on like the TV verse of everything. So oh, right. The first time I ever saw Poseidon Adventure, or The Towering Inferno, or Earthquake, not only were they on TV, they managed to cut into cut enough commercials into it that they they spread it out to a two night event. Do you oh remember my, that? I don't. So you're saying? Hang on. <clears throat> you're saying this was. The, on TV, they're showing uh, uh, the... Earthquake. It, earthquake. Perfect, prime example, Earthquake. Okay. It's a two-and-a-half-hour movie, but they had a lot of... They shot a lot, so they decided to put some extra bullshit in. Absolutely. The TV version and expand it out. So right in the middle of the quake, if you remember, that plane's about to land, and then the runway's breaking up ahead of it. That's when they actually, you know, they passengers look at each other, and they freeze frame to be continued. Oh, my and God. And tune in again Monday night. Right, and well, remind me because that's not necessarily one of his, the highest on his list. Who's an earthquake? Oh, earthquake is um, Charlton Heston, Lauren Green, uh, Ava Gardner, Adrian Barbeau, Marjo Gortner, um, Nipsey, Nipsey Russell. Shit, I shouldn't have said that. George. Um, <laughs> Um, George Kennedy. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Yeah. I mean, that all sounds uh, sounds very compelling. Here's the problem I'm having trouble with. Uh, I don't I don't see it on Irwin Allen's uh, on Irwin Allen's list. Well, Irwin Allen started off in TV. Okay. Uh, everyone should remember um, <clears throat> he was he produced. Uh, some of the classic early science fiction TV shows in America, like Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea. Absolutely. And Lost in Space. And then he branched out into movies. And I, if memory serves me correctly, um, he produced The Poseidon Adventure. I see. As a producer, I wasn't looking in that list. Sorry, I got gotcha. you. No, no, no it's okay. Producer. Yeah, no, 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 no. Producer. Got gotcha. you. Poseidon Adventure, then The Towering Inferno. Right. Oh, my God. You're insane. Charlton Heston, Ava Gardner, George Kennedy, Lauren Green, Richard Roundtree. How did you remember Walter? Richard Roundtree, yeah. Walter yeah. Walter Matthau. No, but he's not really in it. He, he has a wordless cameo as a drunk at the bar. He's billed by his his birth name, which yeah. is some crazy long Polish. Matuszkanowski. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah. That's intense. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, but, you know, the thing is, the thing what, what, what makes them work, and to me, Poseidon Adventure is the perfect, I, don't, I hate to call it a disaster movie. It's not. It's um, it's just more peril. It's just a survival, a survival movie. Survival movie, really. Peril yeah. movie. Right. was that the event wasn't the, uh, it, it basically set up scenarios putting our heroes in peril it wasn't like there wasn't this it wasn't an orgy of destruction like that wasn't the money shot right right that was watching the city crumble right the event happens and then as a result of the event they they encounter a series of of life-threatening uh situations that require them to make 
uh, physical choices or mental choices in order to get through uh, alive, as opposed to just this orgy of destruction. Yeah, yeah. Right. Which, and, and uh, you know, can I contribute some trivia? That Roland Emmerich is the, ma is the master of? Yes. The master maestro, whichever, of large-scale destruction like that because yeah. that was one thing that made Independence Day so impressive was that the the level of detail that was conveyed in these things blowing up before CGI was like really prevalent right right it was like oh like you saw office chairs flying yeah. by like <laughs> right, there was right. like you know like shit that looks like a city blowing up yeah like in some ways when you go back and look at um let's say Jurassic Park, the effects in that are so good for their day that when you look at it, you don't go, oh, yeah, isn't that cute how they did that? Right. It, is, it is seamless in its execution, and in some ways, that first Independence Day, the effects in that, you don't look at it now and go, oh, aren't they, aren't they cute how they did that? Um, I actually right. think that all there, this... There is, there is a point at which that, that happens. That, I think uh, that... Yeah. Yeah, go ahead, sir. I was going to say, I think that all the, uh, for me, a lot of the CGI hasn't quite gotten there yet, and it often just takes me out of a thing rather than adding to the thing. Oh my God, I forgot to say how much I hated the 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 big monster, big bad. We were talking about her chasing the bus, but I never went off on that. I mean, that is such a ripoff of the alien alien. Of aliens, yeah. It's yeah. it's obscene that it's. And it doesn't matter to me that it's inside a suit that that what it comes out of it, uh, whatever. I don't care. Yeah, that seems like bullshit. That seems like it was lifted from Predator, from Predator, or even from Men in Black. Yeah. Um, and, and all the more uh, shameless. And I mean, they should just be embarrassed by that. That it basically is a dinosaur. I mean, oh my God, it makes me so sick to my stomach that that was their yeah. big thing at the end. And here's the thing that could have saved it a hundred percent. They could have had that exact same terrible creature come out of the thing and chase them down, which, by the way, they spoiled in the trailers. You could see that monster in the trailers. I'm like, what are you fucking oh, doing? Oh, really? You fucking assholes. <laughs> the thing that could have saved that, even as shitty and horrible as it was, keep it exactly the same, but you get Sigourney fucking Weaver in there as the president and give her a line that, that just, tweaks yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, just that would it. And then I go, okay, fine. You can have your horrible monster. Because you did it in a sort of a self-aware type way. But to just steal it like that is just sad. You're all sad. You know what? I'm not even afraid. I was a little afraid that other episode where you said that, uh, what's his name, Russell Crowe was going to come and get me. Uh, that scared me a little bit. But, uh, but I'm that not... Sigourney Weaver might come after you. <laughs> yeah, well, now we're a little bit about Susan Sarandon, frankly. But I want to say straight out, Roland Emmerich, that was sad. And I have no fear that he's going to come and get me. Um, he may send a new generation to come and get me, but um, yeah, yeah, maybe it'll be those kids from this one. You just, <laughs> set, up, you just set up the third one for all of us. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, uh, rest in peace, Irwin Allen. If he's actually dead, is he? I don't know. <laughs> well, his career certainly is. That's right. He's right there with Susan I guess he's Sarandon. Prime either. <laughs> Oh, dear. I've done yeah. it again. Um, anyway, so, yeah, we will look to uh, talk about The Shallows next time. Yes, I think we're going to shoot for The Shallows <sighs> next. I, then... I've been looking forward to that for quite some time. Um, now, now, here's a debate that I have. Okay. okay? 
Okay. <clears throat> as, as I know I've mentioned many a time. Lay it on me. Uh, I know I've mentioned many a time in the show, my wife does not have the encyclopedic depth of uh, movies that I have. So if you had an adult on your hands who has <laughs> never seen Jaws or any of them, yeah. You think she should see Jaws first? Or just go in straight and see the shadows? Not that she's any stranger to Shark Week or anything like that. <laughs> I know well, that, listen. like, for example, for Magnificent Seven, I said stipulation is you have to watch Seven Samurai first. Right. She's not sure if that applies in this case. So I'm here's, curious. Here's the thing. Uh, with your, with your um, samurai thing, which I, I think is awesome, um... That is such a, even if that's a, how do I put this without offending everybody on earth? Um, I think you can see that and it can be a brilliant movie and it wouldn't undermine your enjoyment or non-enjoyment of the new uh, Magnificent Seven. I see where you're going with this. However... Jaws. This is like Jaws for the new generation. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be Jaws for new generation because she's stuck where she is, as far as I know. But in terms of like, like man versus shark peril. Yeah, man versus shark peril. I don't think that it would improve her. Um... I meant that as a species, by the way, not saying. <laughs> Uh, I, I can't. I can't see how watching Jaws beforehand would do anything but hurt her enjoyment. Of the shallows, as much as I'm looking forward to seeing it, I don't not I do not expect it to be. I well, I've been sort of on the fence about whether or not she needs to see it anyway, just because of like the the the, the cultural currency that it continues to have. Jaws, you mean? But, yeah. Yeah, um, I think that she absolutely should see Jaws, but I don't think she should be but, in relation okay. to. If okay. anything, it should be the palate cleanser that she sees after you watch. Uh, the Shallows. Not that I'm thinking that The Shallows is going to be terrible, but you can only it can only be an upgrade to watch Jaws. And there's so many there are so many fantastic scenes in that movie with you know um, uh, with the scars, uh, mm -hmm. the scar right. conversation. It's stuff like that that gets referenced all the time, and you know she has no idea what's going on. Yes, uh, I just want to watch it now for that one scene. And uh, I think it's called YouTube, my friend. <laughs> That's true. You know, I am a very old man, and I am likely to have not really um, been able to figure that out. With, I, I'm serious. I mean, my kids understand. I'm saying you get a quick fix if you need just a scene. Yes. We're of the generation where, you know, that would mean, oh, you know, the next time I'm not sure what I want to watch, I'm going to throw in Jaws. <laughs> right. Wait for that scene to come up. Now, hang on a second. Now, as long as we're talking about Jaws, now you've gone and done it. Uh -oh. uh, I can take her or leave Roy Scheider. He he largely I don't really care for him that much. Seriously? In oh, that, no, man. In, in that movie, I Those really enjoy him. I really enjoy him. Listen, I saw Fifty Two Pickup in the theaters. Me uh, too. On Broadway, I'm saying so. I, I, look, that's the only reason you go mm. to that is because of him. So I'm down with him to that extent, but and I'm and I'm familiar with him. But Robert Shaw is one of these guys where I feel like he's been in you know two or three. Movies that I really know him well from, but that beyond that, I don't. I mean, obviously, as Quint, he is, you know, that's it. I mean, that's all you would ever have to do, and that would be fine. That that one scene alone, when he's talking about the, um, you know, being in the water after the after his ship went down, and that whole that scene is fantastic. 
But yeah. um, and he was in the Sting, and I thought he was fine in the Sting, but not on that like next level shit. What else do we? And wasn't he in like Bloody Sunday, Bloody Sunday? Uh, no, I don't believe he was in Sunday Bloody Sunday, but I think you're getting that mixed up with Black Sunday, which he was Oh, in. yes, 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 that's what I'm getting Same director with. as 52 Pickup, incidentally. <laughs> One Mr. John Frankenheimer. Yes. Oh, Pelham 123, of course. The taking of Pelham 123 is the and, other... And uh, for Marshall with Love. Yeah, you know what? He never quite embedded in me from the Bond stuff, but definitely... Well, just that one. <laughs> no, stuff. no, I understand. One bit of stuff. Yeah. No, I understand. So... Um, was From Russia with Love, was that Connery? Yeah, that's the second Connery. That's the second one. All right. One. Okay. So it takes place mostly on a train. See, I didn't really start getting into James Bond until I was in high school. Oh, you mean old enough to remember? Yeah, old enough to remember. Okay, just checking. <laughs> yeah, no, no, clearly, I was. That was came out two years before I was born. So, <laughs> uh, but no, so I was I was born into Roger Moore, which is is Oof. is terrible, and then discovered some of the earlier ones, but not like obsessively. I think I pay much more attention to Bond now than I did then, um, but. Uh, yeah, Black Sunday is what I was thinking of. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, but um. Yeah, no, he's 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 been in a lot. He's very he's kind of chameleonic. Uh, yes, he is. Extreme. I don't think he's ever really gotten the credit for how varied his roles have been. But um, yes, he's a great Clint. Absolutely. And, uh, so I would say to, to finally answer your question is don't yeah. you know fully don't don't, 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 don't have her don't. see it beforehand, but have her see it at some point, man. Because there's don't soil the waters. Say it again. Don't soil the waters. Don't soil the waters. Yes. Um, I think on that note, we shall take our leave of our lovely listeners. We'd like to thank you for sharing this evening with us, and uh, it wouldn't have been the same without you. But for very now, <laughs> very, but for now and until next time, the doctors are out. That is definitely bigger than the last one.